Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 5 in college football was supposed to suck, but we ended up learning a lot. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a reformed Ohio State Buckeyes fan. And with me, as usually always, is AJ. At least we can beat Rutgers, Marchese. At least you finally admit it again, Rob. Well, I mean, we got a point guard. He's going to be really good, so that's why I'm back in. (laughs) Today, Mm -hmm. we'll talk all about the 2020 NFL draft prospects we saw from Week 5 of college football. Then, we'll preview and pick the secretly bad Week 6 matchups. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Going out to Vegas maybe Looking for a young or a two-o Don't draft a running back on the first day Don't draft a running back on the second day Maybe draft one on the third Or don't Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, The NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. You know who doesn't get paid anymore? Dwayne Wade. Welcome to ESPN Game Day Celebrity Picker Ranking Time. Uh, we had Gabrielle Union joined by husband Dwayne Wade this this past week mm-hmm. in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, how'd you feel about Dwayne joining Gabrielle on set? First off, did, weren't we saying how stupid it would be if Wade was on the show like last week? <laughs> uh, we look stupid now. We don't do. Um, I, I uh, thought Gabrielle well, Union was a good choice because she's a diehard Nebraska fan from Nebraska. Uh, I'm glad you came clean about being a UCLA grad, yeah, Rob. I don't know why, if you're from the Nebraska area and grow up a Cornhuskers fan, you wouldn't go to Nebraska, but whatever. Mm. Especially with all the films being produced in Nebraska. There was a movie called Nebraska. There's a Bruce Springsteen uh, album called Nebraska. 
There you go. See, lots of lots of Hollywood content coming to Nebraska. Gabby had to go big. Uh, I I Anyways. personally, I love Dwayne Wade. Didn't love that he joined her on set. Took away from what she was bringing to the table, and I think she knew more uh, than him about college football. I 100% agree. Uh, Ms. Union, clearly extremely knowledgeable about the Cornhuskers in college football. Uh, Mr. Wade, not so much. <laughs> uh, in the end, if I'm grading just Gabrielle Union, I give her an 8 out of mm-hmm. 10. Okay. But if I have to factor in that she brought Dwayne Wade on set, first of all, I'm taking points away from her for bringing Dwayne. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, then Dwayne mm-hmm. didn't add a whole lot. He did. And I, most of his picking had to do with basketball Cold reasons. Basketball. Yeah, basketball. Like, so, I mean, he's a Marquette guy. It's not like he knows <laughs> like Marquette football. I don't even know if that exists. So, including Dwayne, I would drop it to a six and a half. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I did it together and gave him a B. Okay, good. We're on different scales. Yeah, I mean, we have to be. We usually are. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't put it in a number. It just felt like a B. It was a. It was a solid. It was fine. Week, it was week six for ESPN game day is gonna be in Gainesville, Florida, for the Auburn Florida game. So I mean, they got a whole ton of choices. So it'll probably be a terrible country singer. Yeah, or like Tim Tebow. Oh God, I hope it's not Tim Tebow. It's just like easy. Is he playing baseball still? Probably not, right? Minor league season's over. Right? I, I have I could not tell you. Uh, if they're gonna pick a Florida former Florida football player, who who would you pick? Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> That's gonna be an, an actual question. Um, I gotta think. Percy Harvin probably. I wouldn't pick Percy Harvin. The Pouncey Brothers. <laughs> Are they both on buys? Uh, I don't know. Like, there's gotta be some major Florida fans, right? That I just can't think of off the top of my head. I don't. I, I don't know. Florida, Florida's like no offense to Florida listeners, but oh, Florida's near the bottom of states I would want to live in. It's too hot. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I hope it's Florida Georgia line. The Didn't whole I make that joke last week? Yeah, we either have to reference the Chainsmokers or Florida Georgia Line every single week. Uh, Tom Pet. Oh, wait, he's dead. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Remember when they sang the... Yeah, that was bad. Sorry. That, that was heartbreaking. Cut that. Enough. I'm not going to cut that. Uh, yeah, let's just move on. Most of the Florida <laughs> bands I know are really obscure emo bands. Like, is Dikembe going to be there? Maybe. Okay. Uh, diving into the superlatives. Yes, Dikembe. They have a whole uh, um, LP uh, or EP of Chicago Bulls basketball players' names, but changed to like drug-sounding names. Mutombo never played for. No, the I know. I'm just I'm adding that on. Apparently, Stephen Root went to the University of Florida, which would be an interesting it's one. Been, I like Stephen. It's Root. definitely gonna be a uh, country man. We don't know. I know, but I mean, Stephen Root would be an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> nominated for an Emmy this you're year. Anyway. You've sold yourself on Stephen Root. Yeah, I mean. Buying all the stock you can get. I really like Joakim Noah. Honestly, if they went basketball, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, like, Anyways. Go Al Horford. Okay. Uh, into, into the superlatives we go. Best freshman you saw this week. <laughs> uh, how about Danny Werfel? <laughs> I uh I went to the Oklahoma game, Rob. Um, you were there? I uh, yeah, I was there. I was there in Norman. 
Uh, you got my eyes on a on a true frosh named uh, Jaden Hazel. He's also one of the uh, guys I listed. Wow, we did it this week. Not a not a eye popping statistical game, but like, look good with the bo- yeah. yeah. His body control, size. He uh, and he was a five star. Did they mm-hmm. they said he was was he their number one freshman? Like recruit, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, he just. I'm pretty sure he looks like a guy who's gonna step in as a starter next year and just put up numbers. Yeah, look good with the ball in his hands too. Um, yeah, six catches, fifty nine yards, well built, good size. Um, very interesting o- guy. We'll see Oklahoma's that. quickly gonna become wide receiver. You, if Lincoln Riley sticks around, he just knows how to scheme people open. Um, the the top guy I put down was Washington safety Cameron Williams. Uh, Interesting. Two picks against USC. Looks mm-hmm. look quite good in coverage. Uh, form that whole secondary had a pretty good game. Yeah, sort of well, just I was gonna say J- I trust Jimmy Lake to develop uh, DBs, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and Williams, a former high school QB, and Washington recruited him to play safety. And he's doing a great job and built well, a little lean right now, but I think he's like six one one ninety ish. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, his ball skills look great, and he his range was nice. So. Uh, and I'd be remiss not to mention my son, Sam Howell. He was good, he, man. He kept them in it against Clemson. Almost won the game, but he Phil Longo doesn't know how to call a two-point play. Uh, what a terrible play yeah. call. All right. Best sophomore you saw? Uh, because I sat through this entire game, um, i got to mention at least one guy <laughs> from it. I mentioned two, but uh, Sean Clifford, Penn State, baby. What do you mean you sat through the whole game? You enjoyed it. Every second of it. We yeah, both did. It was so enjoyable. Uh, Clifford looked pretty good. I mean, Maryland is an enigma. I mean, like they either look really good or extremely or, or bad. Or Syracuse is really bad. I think they are bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we know Howard's good. So True. Good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Clifford had a pretty good game. Does he run a four four two now, Rob? That's the rumor. Um, I hated that so much. Anyways, uh, good completion percentage twenty six to thirty one. Almost four hundred yards passing. Three touchdowns. A pick. Uh, but look good running the ball too. Fifty four yards on the ground. Had a rushing TD. Um, I mean, d- definitely more dynamic than Trace McSorley. I'll say it, Rob. Um, more more dynamic. I don't know about like in terms of running, but definitely a far better passer. P- passer. That's what I, I. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just <laughs> can do more because not the same runner, but can do it and uh, much better. Yeah, I put arm, Clifford so. down as well because we're the only two people who watch every snap of the Maryland Penn State game probably. Um yeah, that's terrible. But I'll stick I'll stick in the Big 10 at QB, Justin Fields again. Mm-hmm. He looked great against Nebraska, which I mean, probably the most talented team they've played. Not a good team, but no. He threw some wonderful the, ball placement uh, balls. The one touchdown to freshman Garrett Wilson was a wonderful throw yeah. to the corner. He is like he's not gonna be a top three Heisman guy, but certainly top five right now. Mm-hmm. And will be one of the favorites for like the next. He few looks years. better than Trevor Lawrence. I'll say it. Like I think there's a, a scenario where we end up with Justin Fields uh, going into the ne- next season for the 2021 draft, looking at him as the QB one over Trevor Lawrence because I mean it, Lawrence has not made any improvements, and I. I no, I mean, there's a lot of questions around that right now. I know it's still early in the season, but he's been yeah. quite disappointing each week in terms of overall. He game. hasn't that, yeah, no, exactly. He hasn't had that game where he he's taken it over. Yeah, he's yet. inconsistent from like snap to snap. Whereas Fields, <sighs> yeah. again, 
low low opponents they're gonna start playing better teams soon but just his athleticism and arm talent he looks incredible and um i'm very excited for him hey uh as a loyal elite 11 follower justin fields did beat trevor lawrence he did i if like two quick points um with Lawrence, it feels like his receivers have been making him look better, too. Yeah, T. Lately. Higgins and Justin Ross are two of the yeah. best contested catch guys in the country. Exactly. And going back to Ohio State quick, like it's it was kind of weird that everyone slapped on them before the season. Uh, I mean, I didn't. But I, he t- they were he never my number one preseason team. <laughs> were. I don't know. It just felt weird because, like, it's almost like everyone forgot you, about Fields. You know what I think it really. was? It was because Ohio State didn't name Fields the starter until like right before the season. Yeah. Remember that was the, there was that rumor just before the season too that the um, the the other transfer I can't even think of his name. Um, he's he's relevant. Now, yeah, he was like a Kentucky transfer or something. Was gonna yeah. beat Fields out, and it reminded yeah. me a lot of Oklahoma with Kyler Murray last year. Kyler Murray wasn't named the starter. Um, over Austin Kendall until right before the season, mm-hmm. and obviously, mm-hmm. I think that's just that's because they don't want. Like, I think coaches purposely do that. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, right? like why I mean, would they bother naming a starter before they have to? And then the the media just yeah. kind of runs with it, like, oh, Justin Fields isn't isn't named the starter by August twenty twentieth, then maybe he's not that good, and it's like. No, he just he transferred out of Georgia because they were never going to go away from Jake Fromm. We saw the same thing with Jacob Beeson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ohio State right now, I think, is firmly in the top four. Yeah. Uh, okay, weekday warrior. I'm um, going back to the same game, baby, because it was on a Friday night. Quick shout out to uh, the Penn State students student section who won the Lift Moss student section of the week from Taco Bell <laughs> on the road. Rob, impressive. Anyways, wait, 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 so um, wait, can we just jump in real quick that Maryland canceled classes for the day for this game, got all their fans to wear black, and then lost 59 nothing. Like, what is going on in Maryland? I Okay, I will shamefully admit that I had the game muted. Um, <laughs> but what was up with, like, the, the Penn State fans that they just, like, walked down the aisle at one point and they just That, that was back. weird. That was super that. weird. I don't know what was going on. I don't know either. I feel like... I need an explanation, but anyways, uh, uh, KJ Hamler looked really good in this game. Uh, that touchdown was so impressive. Just the the afterburners, a little stutter step, the high step, blew away from Maryland. Uh, six catches, hundred yards, one TD in the game. Guy, I wasn't the I wasn't the highest on in the summer, honestly. And Rob, you identify these guys because the NFL always likes guys that look like him. But yeah, he's in that Brandon Cooks mold. The yak ability, yeah. the red running, the the explosiveness, speed. Yeah, no, that's know. on that play too. He looked a little like Brandon Cooks. I'm gonna compare like seven. Like JD Spielman's also Brandon Cooks. Brandon Jalen Cooks. Jalen yeah. also Brandon Cooks. Brandon um, but yeah, yeah. Hamler looked incredible on that touchdown. He did. Uh, he did. It was. Nasty. I'll throw uh, another guy out there too. Um, from the later game, Evan Weaver against Arizona State. I know Cal mm-hmm. lost, but man, that guy makes every freaking tackle. It's mm-hmm. incredible. You'll, you'll hear me mention we were two twice. Well, hey, I kind of pounded the table a bit for him in the, before the season. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he, he's that's... he's the conference's um, Bember Kervin this year in terms of he's putting up yes. insane tackle numbers, making every tackle. And, um, yeah. And, like, even when he's not, he's right there. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Getting tackled. Always around the ball. Yes, and he, yeah. he shit talks with the best of them. 
That was a weird game to that Cal Arizona State game. It, it was a weird game. I didn't really enjoy it. It was a close game and it was fun at the end, but it wasn't no, really it enjoyable. Um, okay, best prospect you saw this week? It's always going to be the same people, basically. But you, you know what? I changed it up for the sake I, of doing it. I, I want Jeff Okuda okay, this, I, year, I, uh, this year. I put this him week. on here, too. Yeah, like, I mean, two was outstanding again, looked amazing, and Chase Young was that, good. The, but like, I feel like every week we have, like, we're going to end up mentoring, mentioning it, Chase Young and Tua, so I. I, I, exactly. meant, I put them both down, but then I put two more guys, and Okuda is one of them. Exactly, exactly. Um, two picks uh, just looked absolutely pick, fantastic. Pick going like, awful, lying on the ground. Oh, yeah, lying on his ass. That's ball skills, Rob. That's ball hell skills. Yeah. Uh, the other pick was even more impressive. Um, uh, just a hell of a game, and I think he's obviously put himself in that top 15. Yeah, right I, I would agree with that. Uh, definitely has a chance to be the number one corner in the class. Mm-hmm. He's got all the athletic tools and seeing the ball skills and kind of seeing him put all all of it together this season so far. Again, they haven't played yeah. anyone extremely talented, but he it's like Ohio State just keeps putting out these freaky athletic corners with just Incredible yeah. movement skills. Marshall and Lattimore, Denzel Ward, now Jeff Okuda, and Sean Wade also on their defense. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just while we're talking Okuda, I'll, I'll jump over to Chase Young real quick. He, I mean, it's every week. If you if you attempt to block him one on one, he's coming away with that minimum of pressure. Yeah, he. I, I put Young as my backup prospect who will play the box score. So it was only three tackles and one sack, but like you said, it was like he was involved in every single play. He was being his guy at every single snap. That's my favorite thing right now about Chase Young is like we knew he had all these tools and he was going to tear apart uh, competition as a pass rusher and run defender. But mm-hmm. seeing him in these minuscule games still going 100 miles an hour with that motor. Yeah, I, and getting double teamed a lot and still yeah. doing it. And, and we're starting to see like comps thrown out for him. I, was like, I mean, some of them are wild, some of them... More fitting. I'm having a hard time finding the the right comp for him, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be the number one player in the draft. Not pick, but number one player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like you said, Tua seven total touchdowns against Old Miss. I mean, yeah. they again not playing anyone super talented, but hey, slow start. Yeah. But yeah, they. Probably... I also put C D Lamb though, the Oklahoma receiver. I feel like partially because he's seeing so much attention when teams play Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, and, and their offense gets so many people involved. His, his stats weren't up there with the Alabama receivers um, mm-hmm. and some of the other guys. But this was kind of like his huge game against Texas Tech. 185 yards, three touchdowns, making incredible plays after the catch. Yeah, His um, his body control and then his contact balance after the catch. I, I love C.D. Lamb. He's one of my favorite prospects. Like He is firmly in See, my top ten. I, I was going to mention him for the next category, but I was debating between best prospect and the next category um, as my backup because it was like his don't forget about yes. me game almost. Yes. Like he's lost a lot of the spotlight. I, I feel with the wide receiver class, of, especially with the, the Bam receivers, like you said. Um, but I mean, a hell of a game, and like he was felt like he was wide open every single play. Yeah, Didn't yeah, it? yeah, definitely. And he is to me a very, very complete receiver. I know there are some athleticism I questions agree. with him. But he is a fabulous route runner, and then just the contested catchability because of the body control. When you run, when you have like a complete game at wide receiver, you don't need to run the four fours, four threes. That, I like, I agree. Right? Um, like you can't be molasses out there, but Slow. it's not like DeAndre Hopkins ran a four four. Exactly. Like if if Lamb runs a four five five, I'm fine with it. I think. Me too. 
because of yeah. Like if you're a bad route runner and you're slow, <coughs> Colin Johnson. That's then, the... then it's gonna be a problem. But yeah, if you're yeah. if you're an excellent route runner and you can create separation that way, he also isn't the lacking athlete. I think some people framed him as earlier. I don't think so either. Um, like I don't think he, he's Plus, gonna be running a dangerously slow forty. I don't think so either. And so well built and plays his ass off every snap. Yeah, and he's the best blocker in the country. At receiver. In the country. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, okay, yeah. who's shooting up the board for you? I'm sh- I get a handful of names. There, I mean, I, there's the obvious one that everyone knows. Uh, Devonta Smith, the cat up. Well, it's crazy that, like, I, I think two weeks ago we had, like, Devonta Smith had a massive game. We're like, yeah, this is the, th- like, yeah. he's shooting up. He's Bama's other, other, other receiver, all this jazz. And then yeah. it's like, just goes for 274 uh, and five touchdowns against Ole Miss. A game for the ages. Like, he's going to go day two. I know he's not, he wasn't getting talked about a ton, but there were some people giving him top 100 love before the season for sure. And mm-hmm. now it's like, he, when he is showcased and, like, Ruggs was banged up in this game, and you just see he's, yeah. they, they say he has the best hands on the team, and it certainly looked like it. He made some plays after the catch. He can stretch the field. That, yeah, exactly. It looks so easy for him after the catch too, which which comment? Yeah, you know, um, a comp I liked that I saw. Uh, Brad Kelly compared him to Dion Branch. <laughs> That's so interesting. I, I, yeah, I liked it a lot. Brad Kelly, you know, I love Dion Branch yeah. too. So, I have a Dion Branch jersey hanging in my closet. I right love Dion Branch. Uh, Bad trade for the Seahawks, but um, but yeah, like De- Devonta Smith, I think all three that like Lamb and or Lamb. Judy and uh, Ruggs are going to be top yeah. 15 picks locked. And uh, I don't know if Devon Smith's going to get into the second round when it's all said and done. Waiting for the Waddle breakout this game. This receiver class is insane. It is. Uh, it anybody is. else you got for shooting up the board? Yeah, it wouldn't be an episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven if we didn't mention a Surratt brother. Oh, uh, yeah. I got him for something Chaz else. Chaz looked great. Chaz looked great, He wasn't man. playing major uh, snaps really until this week. Yeah, I know, and he looked like probably the best player on that UNC defense. I, um, it's, he's just they, – they were missing some start. There's some players on the defense now once they're all healthy too. I like this mm-hmm, – like this North Carolina mm-hmm. team should be bowl eligible. They look kind I don't of know man. what I mean, Fedora was doing. <laughs> Nothing was what he was doing. Um, seven total tackles, had a sack, uh, just felt involved in a lot of plays, plays and in coverage. that game. Yeah, exactly. He, um, he looks like I so former quarterback, uh, the Joel yes. the Joel Landing of the season, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. I will. But he looks like a super athletic dude who just being able to make that switch. I mean, six three two thirty. Exactly. I was gonna say he's really well built like, too. When you look at his brother Sage Surratt, the Wake Forest receiver, it's like his mm-hmm. overall size, athleticism, and just his body. He's body beautiful. Chaz Surratt's the same way. Yeah, I'm glad sure. he's not playing Absolutely. quarterback anymore because he is much more interesting as a future NFL player in this spot. Agreed. Uh, who do you got? Uh, I put um, Canadian, pride of uh, Canada, yes. Oklahoma, nose tackle play. Neville Gallimore. Um, he dominated that game. He could also go down for uh, play the box score, actually. Um, th- yeah, three tackles, true. but a ton of hurries and just clogging up the middle. His... He looks more explosive this year, and he is a freak mm-hmm. when it comes to athleticism. And just Absolutely. his handwork looks faster and stronger this year. Uh, Neville Gallimore, like, this defensive tackle class is really starting to come together, I think. And he's a guy who's looking like a day two dude. 
Um, Quick off topic, but you know how much I love Canadian prospects. It's it's exciting to have Gallimore and Chua and, and Claypool and Claypool and look, Bama's got like a four star Canadian receiver. Like that's awesome. Uh, I'm sorry, Clemson. I'm excited. Nathan Rourke's going to be a like, top three Cle- pick, and he's Canadian. Clemson, and a Clemson has Canadian receiver too, I believe. Yeah, I forgot what's his I name. Um, uh, I forget too. Do you that's have anyone awesome. else shooting yeah. off the board? No, those those are my. Yeah, I obviously threw Jalen Hurts down again. Threw for four fifteen. Ran for seventy four yeah, total touchdowns. He's starting to look like a legitimate, uh, at least day two pick. Hurts. Oh, it's gonna be so. It's gonna be so interesting. I mean, um, there are people talking about seven quarterbacks going in the first round if they all declare. That's nuts. Yeah. Which I I like. I feel like. Doesn't it always feel like at this time that Yes, and I feel like maybe they won't all like we thought Justin Herbert was for sure declaring last year at this time. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Like, we can't be yeah. sure. Like I, I could see a scenario where a Jordan Love goes back. I think Jake Fromm will go back, to be honest. He seems like the type of guy mm-hmm. who would if they don't win at all. Like if they don't win yeah, exactly. He cares yeah. so much about that Georgia program. Uh but yeah, Hertz is there's I, I'm starting to feel more and more confident that he has to be a first round pick. I mean, I haven't gone and grinded down the tape. Like, I don't have a first-round grade on him or anything yeah. right now, but he looks so much better as a passer this year. And just his ability as an actual, like, a runner, the way he runs is so different from Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray kind of felt he like is. he's ran <laughs> out of necessity or play <clears throat> call. But, like, Jalen Hurts is a legitimate running back with the ball in his hands. He is. I mean, we've always said that since his freshman year at Bama, but... And then even, like, in the summer when we threw on um, Hertz's tape and we're, like, we didn't give him enough credit as a passer, especially in his, way better his, this year. his last year at Bama. And then this year it's looked a lot better. Like, exactly, the footwork, so. the mechanics, um, just yeah. the overall ball placement. I, it helps that system for sure, but he's – I mm-hmm. would love to see Jalen Hurts at the senior bowl. Yeah, because even at Bama, though, he was missing easy. Oh, yeah, throws. his first two years at Bama, he was – it was just but but running the, back, you're yeah. right though in the the time we did see him as a junior at Bama, you could mm-hmm, tell he mm-hmm. was he had improved. We just he didn't really get to showcase it nearly as much because he was not exactly. playing. Exactly. Um, two more guys, two receivers. Uh, one is my boy Joe Reed from Virginia. He mm-hmm. was giving it Good to pick. Notre Dame early. He, he looked he was, great yeah. after the catch, which isn't surprising, but I thought he was he looked improved as a route runner. He's also one of the best kick returners in the country. There is a spot in the NFL mm-hmm. for a guy like Joe Reed, especially in today's mm-hmm. NFL. Where he, like, he plays running back at times, too. I think he's a Cordell Patterson yeah. type. He's good. Uh, and then the receiver, I think, is going to shoot up the board, and he's starting to really build some hype. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins from Oregon State. Uh, went for yeah, 10, okay. 10 catches, 162, and a touchdown against Stanford. He's a guy whose tape I really like. He's built He's built well. He's got height, um, mm-hmm. but he's also a fabulous road runner. He's so interesting. I mean, the class is so deep, as we mentioned so many times, but yeah. Yeah, like 6'3", um, 6'4", six, six, 200. The route yeah. running is what I keep coming back to with him. I don't know that he's a great athlete, but he can work mm-hmm. himself open all day long. Um, I, I need to see more of him too. Like I, I've only really sat down and watched the Oklahoma State game with him, but I, I think we're both going to be huge fans of him. <laughs> uh, Sliding down the board. Uh, I don't know if this is a controvert. I wouldn't be controversial, but had a good statistical game, but just didn't like what I saw overall. Uh, Bryce Perkins. 
at UPA. You know what with him? I think he started hot and then he just kind of crashed. Yeah, just from what I saw in that Notre Dame, like he was thirty of forty three, three thirty four, two touchdowns. But no, I would say, yeah, I would say that that's a little bit misleading of a box score. Like it, it, the first it, quarter, exactly. the first half, I thought I was like kind of like I didn't have any ill feelings towards him. But the second half, I thought he was kind of a mess. He had two picks, three fumbles. He kept like, just getting didn't feel the exactly just didn't feel the pass rush at all. And it's funny that. We were kind of a. Uh, I think my slide down was a core last week, and he had like three sacks in this game. So, um, it just didn't feel the pass rush. And like Perkins looked like a, I think we both thought in the summer, like he just looked like a guy that could come and be a long term backup in the NFL. I know it's not like we had a monster grade or anything, but like like um, day three though, and like yeah, we 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 liked a, a lot of like I was so pleasantly surprised with him in the summer. Mm-hmm. And like just. Uh, you know what things you want out of the back like look at what Chase Daniel this week you know he just looked composed and did his job and like always like a little bit of mobility in your backup too exactly um young Chase can move anyways um yeah uh, and just he just looked like a mess like you said uh I'll stick with the quarterback here Utah State Jordan Love uh did not look very good against Colorado State he it's Mm -hmm. like he is just all the physical tools are there and then he throws bad interceptions um, mm-hmm. if if you can develop him, I think he can be a franchise quarterback. And I mean, like guys like Dame Brugler, I think has him as a top ten prospect right now. And I'm not there with him, but like I see all the tools. It's just he yeah. he is very raw, and the same issues that were there last year are there this year. Um, he's a guy. Uh, this week they play LSU. This is going to be a huge game for like obviously. People around the country, fans being like, oh, I want him as our franchise QB. But also for, like, this is the most important game of his career in terms of NFL mm-hmm. draft prospectness. Absolutely. I mean, just the biggest one, I guess, too. Uh, and he looked good against Michigan State last year. So uh, I'm very excited. Yeah. Like, that, that's those... going to be one of the – I know it's like a nothing yeah. game in terms of matter, but it's not a great noon slate of game, so that will definitely be on one of my screens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I also put Travis Etienne. I thought against North Carolina, he didn't really um, That's fair. Yeah. create a ton for himself. He had a fumble. No. Uh, and he looked poor in pass protection. No, that's fair. I, Michael Carter looked better, My baby. boy, hey. That's my number one guy. Uh, and uh, I threw down Michael Pittman against Washington. I know he had the big 44-year touchdown, but other than that, I thought he struggled to separate Pittman's so up and down. It feels he is in a receiver class like this. um, It's like, like I don't see a guy like him being a day two dude. No, I. This is to me like Isaiah Hodgins. Just coming back to him, he's a guy who like could be a top ten wide receiver in this class. But then there's like there's so many guys like that where there's like even like Aaron Fuller or I just watched Darrell Stewart, the Michigan State receiver, and I really like him. And there's just so many guys Mm -hmm. like that. And again. It's going to depend who declares and who doesn't, but it is an insane class, both in terms of top-heavy and depth. Uh, for my out-of-nowhere prospect, I'm mentioning another I wide receiver. It, I bet another, I have him, too. Dubois? Oh, no, okay. He looked I, great, I liked though. what I saw from Dubois, yeah. Both is, yeah, Reed and Dubois both looked really strong. And, and in different ways, I thought Dubois body control. Um, exactly, yeah. He made a handful. I think the touchdown... The, was it his touchdown and he made a great sideline grab? Yep. No, mm-hmm. he was um, interesting. I, and I didn't really know who he was at all. Me neither. 6'2", 215, so that's a good – I mean, probably a little smaller, but well-built. 
Um, yeah, Reed had a big game, but Dubois is statistically better. 9 for 143 and a TD. And the TD was a very nice grab. Uh, like you said, the body control, uh, some contested catch, the sideline stuff. It looked, it looked, uh, looked a little interesting, Rob. A little interesting. Uh, yeah. Just a little bit interesting. <laughs> yeah. Is it, what is he? Uh, uh, junior. Okay. I, I was hoping he wasn't yeah. a senior. Um, I put down Oklahoma receiver Charleston Rambo. Okay, that's Redshirt a good sophomore. When, yeah. you, when you catch just two passes, maybe you're not that impressed, but when it's for 122 yards, yeah. somehow no touchdowns. But he he just he kind of like took on the so far this year, he in multiple games he feels like the he's the Hollywood Brown for them. Obviously not to the same mm-hmm. effect, but just the pure deep speed, really lean field stretcher. I d I don't think he's gonna come out or anything, but he's definitely you gotta pay attention to going forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, oh, the, if you're interested, the Nationals advanced to NLDS with a three-run eighth inning. Oh, they came back. Eh? Uh, and then I put Chaz Surratt down here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a guy who I wrote his name down, I think, last year when I was watching Bryce Hall tape, Virginia safety Joey Blount. This dude's just always I've... around the ball. He had a mm-hmm. fumble recovery on the on a muff punt. Uh, he broke up a pass. I just uh, well built in Virginia, just turning out DBs. There's, there's a lot. I mean, we haven't mentioned Snowden this year, but like, he's still so interesting. Yeah, and like, like there's a lot of interesting. Guys. Yeah, Bronco Mendenhall has done one heck of a job with developing talent. It's gonna be a great coach at Michigan. <laughs> like, just the fact that I don't know, five years ago, it was like Virginia was a hellhole under Mike London. It's, Nothing there. And, like, exactly. even they, they landed a couple, like, remember when they got Quinn Blanding and Andrew Brown? And they were both, like, five exactly. stars. And, like, I'm, Blanding went undrafted and Andrew Brown might have also been undrafted. I can't remember. He had a good senior bowl, though. Um, but now it's just, like, receivers. They've got a quarterback. Multiple defensive players. Specifically the defense is where they're training at the talent. But he's just done an incredible job there. I really like Bronco Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, but they'll never beat Ohio State, so it's okay. Uh, prospect, who made you look stupid? Hey, hey, we already mentioned him. I'm going to Evan Weaver because I was really, really low on him in the, in the summer. I just didn't think the athleticism was there to be like a, a dude in the NFL. Uh, but he's just always around the football, man. At 15 total tackles this week. What do you have, like 18 last week? Like 20, was it 22 the week just before you really yeah, I know. He's just been good, and he's making me look dumb. Uh, I, I, uh, maybe my Blake Martinez comp wasn't even good enough at the time. Um, <laughs> I put You mentioned him, actually, already. Uh, Julian Aquara here. I I did not <laughs> yeah. have him as a top 10 edge. I, I saw the tools, and like I saw the vision of having him there, but I didn't think he put it all together. And then the last, prior mm-hmm. to this week, he didn't look very good. And then... He exploded against Virginia. Three sacks. He had a strip sack, a couple of hurries. Yeah. He's a guy who I think is going to test really well. It's just like the raw potential upside is what you're betting on with him. And obviously, system's going to matter. He's not the heavy. Like, he's like 240. But just, yeah. This edge class is very, very interesting. There's so many different types of guys. Mm, uh, Kareem had a good game for them, yeah, too. Yeah, Kareem, um. Kareem, their contrasting style is fun because Kareem's more of a power guy, like a lock it down mm-hmm. against the run type. Not going to be a flashy dude, but just going to be a good football player in the NFL. 
Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I like. I can't wait to like really dive in um, as the season goes on on some of these teams or prospects. Uh, best prospect versus prospect matchup. I'm mentioning Evan Weaver again, and it's this was just the most fun one for me. It was him versus Eno Benjamin. Benjamin just had so much. Like, it was just so much fun to watch. He was like he had 29 carries, 100 yards, three touchdowns, and again Weaver was involved in every single play. Uh, Benjamin. It, you think his best game of the season? So I, far? I put him down for prospect who outplayed the box score because I know he didn't average that many per carry, but their offensive line is god awful, and he was exactly. doing the most he could with his carries. And I was loving what I saw from him. And I, like when I went and I looked at the stats, I was like, he played so much better than these numbers show. Uh, he I is know. like I know he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's like five nine two hundred, but he he runs so tough, and I love his contact he balance, and the quickness, and he's got great um, patience. I, I very much enjoy Eno Benjamin. And then, yeah, versus Evan Weaver, that was a fun-as-hell matchup. It was, yeah. It was, like, the main reason I keep watching that game. Oh, for, for sure. Uh, okay, I put the Ohio State offensive line versus Nebraska D-line. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, like, Nebraska's got some boys on the D-line. The the Daniels the, the twins, Davis twins. Or Davis twins and then uh, Darion Daniels. Um, ben Stilley. Uh, but the Ohio State offensive line had his best game of the year, and they were just, like... Mm-hmm. Munford was stepped up big, and uh, they were kind of moving those guys around. Uh, Daniels uh, or Davis, sorry, Khalil Davis had a, I think, a sack at one point. But other than that, it was a uh, Ohio State all day. But that was a fun matchup. Um, I also put the USC receivers versus the Washington DBs. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good one. Uh, Washington DBs, big win for them. And then Isaiah Hodgins versus Paulson Adebo. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, I kind of almost forgot he's coming up against Adebo. Like that's impressive that Hodgins is doing it with nothing else on that offense. Jake Lutton, baby. Um, yeah, Ryan has gone, man. Yeah, Adebo's been a little bit up and down. I think he, he mm-hmm. I like Adebo a lot, but he does kind of struggle against the guys who uh, against clean cleaner route runners. I, I mean, when that that big Gabriel Davis touch on against. UCF, yeah. like that type of stuff. He'll bite on stuff. Like he's a mm-hmm. give and take type of corner at times. Uh, okay, prospect to have played the box score. I already mentioned Eno, Eno Benjamin. I uh, I went with Zach Bond from Whiskey Baby. Hey, I mentioned him last week. He's, he's playing good football. Yeah, only had two tackles and five assist tackles, but uh, felt involved in like most plays, getting to the back. He's a, a uh, nonstop motor sorry? dude. Yeah, exactly, and uh, just a classic Big Ten grinded out, run the football, Joe Gaziano type of game. Uh, <laughs> it was an ugly football game, but Bond really uh, showed up in that one. I, I put uh, Marvin Wilson down as well, and I know I've put him here before. His stats yeah. never match how much damage he is doing on the field. Mm-hmm. He's a freak. He's I think he's going to end up in the first round. I don't know. It's just, yeah, he's been the most consistently impressive interior defensive lineman this season. Like, I've been, Derek, Derek Brown, I mean, he had a huge game against Texas A&M, but Marvin Wilson's just consistent each week. Uh, and the athletic upside, and I, I think he was like the number one recruit in the country or something a couple of years ago. Um, Just because I couldn't find a slot for him, I'll throw him in now because we're talking about ideals. Uh, Metabuki. I can still not say that. Uh, had a really yeah. good game against Arkansas. He even killed Nick Starkle. 
Yeah, he had a pick too. Yeah, he he looked really. Yeah, he's a pure like raw talented upside you have to develop. Mm-hmm. But you know mm-hmm. the flashes with him are are big. Um, mm-hmm. Prospect who's being overhyped. Uh, you mentioned his name already, but according to Tony Pauline, pa- uh, Jordan Love is going to be the first quarterback in the draft. Tony Pauline. So. I know. I can't. I, I always say Pauline. I don't know why. Pauline, uh, your coworker, right? So. I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, I st- I st- I'm still very firmly on the the love train, as I'll call yeah, it. Yes, me too. I mean, I think we we're both fans of uh, the potential there. But to to think he could that he like the Dolphins were, are tanking their season and gonna take him <laughs> over. To, yeah, like it just doesn't exactly. seem possible. Like I I fully believe Jordan Love could be a top ten pick, uh, yeah. and definitely a first round pick, but. I mean, just he doesn't to to me he doesn't have the same physical tools of, of Justin Herbert right now, and Herbert's no, more I agree. polished. And, like, and then t- I wonder if like other guys emerging in this class is it's gonna hurt Jordan Love's stock too. Yeah, like I think Burrow and Hurts. Yeah, yeah. Burrow hurts Eason. Um, Eason. Like Fromm's played bigger games, so there's gonna have been more eyes mm-hmm. on Fromm. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I would week, say like yeah. Jordan Love's been somewhat disappointing. Just he hasn't. This week is huge. Yeah, like he hasn't taken that big step that I was hoping for. Exactly. But like I haven't yeah. sat. Like mm-hmm. he just looked more like last year's version still. Uh, this this game against LSU is monster for his draft. I'm so talk. excited and, and uh, seeing him and Joe Burrow at the same time. I know it's not the same. Yeah. But like you just say it's got some defensive players. Tipa, my boy, and DJ Williams yeah. at corner. David Woodward at mm-hmm. linebacker. That's three future NFL players. Uh, <laughs> There's reasons to tune into that that game at noon. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely worth watching. It's like when I watched LSU play Vandy at noon. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I put down T. Higgins here. Interesting. He got a lot of love this week. Six for one twenty nine and a touchdown against North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. My thing with T. Higgins is like I know he can win these contested catch uh, situations. But he's not really. He doesn't like consistently create separation. He's yeah. not a great route runner. He's a big body with great hands and uh, I think again great contested catch ability. I just don't know like to put him on the same level as the Rugs, is the Judys, the Lambs. I'm just I don't see that. Like I think he is not a top five receiver in this class. Whereas mm-hmm. like I'll see people put him in the top ten of the first round. I even saw on Twitter someone say he's like Mike Evans. He's not like Mike Evans. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I like I don't even dislike T Higgins. I just don't like I think he he's like my s- sixth or seventh receiver. I think I see him more as a Kenny Galladay type, a high end wide receiver too in the NFL. Fair enough. I I, I don't even disagree with that, man. Like it, like you said, he just he's a contested catch, good hands. Like, like I think Justin Ross is definitely no. better. Yeah, Ross like he's he's flashed the bigger play potential. Just Ross right? closer to Mike Evans than T Higgins is. Right now, yeah. Or are you implying that Higgins could become Mike Evans? <laughs> no, I'm implying that like it's early for Ross, but yeah. yeah but, uh, like Ross, I think is quite clearly the better wide receiver at, at Clemson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I don't even dis- dislike T Higgins. I mean, we're gonna hear all kinds of crazy takes as we go forward. I mean, I, I think we've seen Jake Fromm get compared to Drew Brees multiple times, so. Of course. So it is what it is. Anyway, 
What about the small school guys? The guys who aren't getting enough hype. Who caught your eye in the small schools this week? <laughs> okay, I'm cheating. It's a Power 5 school, but it's the worst what? one. Rockers? So I think it... Rockers. Oh, actually, okay, I'll, get... exactly. I'll give it to you then. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rasheem Blackshear, Rob. Looked, uh, looked a little interesting, as our catchphrase goes. Uh, the only player that could do anything against Michigan, <laughs> on the ground he didn't do much, six carries for 11 yards. <laughs> like, it's not really a good statistical game. Uh, but caught seven balls for 55 yards and, like, broke some tackles, looked a little explosive. I think that was in the summer. It was like, I didn't love him as a, or neither of us loved him particularly as a runner, but yeah. you can always find, potentially find a role for a guy with athleticism and can catch the ball out of the backfield. Like, like this is like a UDFA. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't. Got your eye on it. I've thing. seen tape. Exactly, but uh, I like that when a guy is the only bright spot on an offense. You, uh, against did you a team only that bring him up as your small school guy so we could talk about the new head coach at Rutgers? Yeah, of what's course. His name like Dante Skarnacki. Yeah, yeah, that's his name. Something like um, that. <laughs> some Italian name. Hold on, I, I'll, I'll pull out. I already forgot. Calzone? It's so Italian. Like it's. Dante Calzone. It's stupidly Italian. Sorry? Dante Calzone. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's offensive, oh. Rob. Uh, yeah, that's why I... <laughs> who's, your, who's your guy? Uh, I put four. I'll, 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 okay, two of them are just... Uh, I'm uh, kind of like playing to you. Xavier Jones and James Proch from SMU. Yeah, man. They keep both... I mean, we're both in on Proch in the summer, obviously. So we, we know what Proch has been doing it for years, Okay. But Xavier Jones just juice. keeps looking impressive. Yeah, both of them look great against USF. Uh, also, Alex Highsmith showed up, uh, the Charlotte edge rusher. He been getting a lot of hype mm. kind of this week, and then their game happened to be on NFL Network against FAU. Uh, so I saw yep. some of him. He looked pretty good. He's a uh, well-built and athletic for a smaller school guy. He's going to be at the Senior Bowl, and like I think that's where his buzz will really start to come. But Dane Brugler's been pounding the table for Highsmith. Uh, and then Cole McDonald. Hawaii played Nevada in, like, a bad weather game in Nevada with the time change. That's sick. He threw yeah. for four touchdowns at his best game of the year and looked like... It's like... All of us want Cole McDonald to be good so badly because we see these flashes. It's like the size, the athleticism, the arm talent, it's all there. He just needs to not turn the ball over. And when he doesn't, it's pretty like this against Nevada. It's it's gonna be interesting just to see like what happens with Cole. I don't think he'll come out. I would, but then again, I didn't think um, Tyree Jackson was gonna. I thought he was gonna grad transfer, and then he thought yeah. about it, and then he came out when I drafted. I I hope Cole yeah. McDonald. I kind of hope he grad transfers to a Power Five. I, I mean, I hope so too. It'd be a lot of fun. But then again, Riley Neal not doing a great job at Vandy after doing that. So okay, you yeah. ready? Nunzio Campanelli. That's such a good record. Like, they should just make him... Like, who cares who's the head coach? Like, you're going to suck anyway. Make him the head coach forever. It's so jokes. He's, like, like so, like, so Italian. Like, he's from Jersey. He coached at Don Bosco for nine years and then a Catholic school for seven years. And then he's only been at Rutgers for, like, a season. <laughs> it's, it's, and he's, like, the tight end uh, coach, right? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. I'm, I'm all in on him though. If anyone's turning this program around, it's him. Um, <laughs> just get all the the good Italian kids from Rutgers and go build a like a gritty yeah, team. Yeah, heck yeah. I mean, they're probably just gonna end up hiring Greg Chiano. 
Hopefully. Uh, you know what else though, AJ? Remember what the else? days when you were always ready to go. Want to increase your forgetting. performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in discreet packages, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. All right, you ready for the question? Uh, sure. How many times have you talked a big game but not follow through, Rob? I don't mean ED, but I just mean in general. Uh, I feel like I've never talked a big game. I've seen you not follow through multiple times. <laughs> well, thank you. That's <laughs> why I'm asking the question. Uh, anyway, before we get to week six matchups, uh, do the smart thing this weekend. Bet on football and bet with my bookie. And if you want to hedge your bets after kickoff and you're losing and bet the other side to make money anyway, hedge your bets. You can Mm -hmm. do that at MyBookie. You can also parlay a bunch of stuff, pay a little, win a lot. It's the smart way uh, to constantly brag about your parlays. If you're a parlay guy, you've got to talk about them. So join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Wow. I was really thrown off by your question there, and I struggled through that ad. <laughs> anyway, uh, week six matchups. Uh, how'd you do last week? I had my worst week of the season. I went four and six. I think it was a lot of like those uh, the big favorites that just didn't pull through. I went six and four. I don't know where we differed. I think you're you're lying this week. I lie every um, week. I, no, I would kill to be five hundred. You know me. I, I'm twenty two and eighteen overall, though. I'm uh, 24 and 16. You're catching up to me. I don't yeah, like don't that. worry. I'm definitely going to go 500 this week. Uh, okay, starting with the noon games, the noon ABC game, number six, Oklahoma, 35.5 point favorites in Lawrence playing Kansas. Um, some teams don't cover these big spreads. Uh, Oklahoma does. Though. Yeah, I'm also uh, going to take Oklahoma. I mean, Kansas sucks, but they're better, kind of. Uh, Kansas has some prospects. I like their left tackle, Hakeem Denji a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they got some, like, Puka Williams at running back. I'm interested to see how their corner Hassan defense plays because I think he's a legit NFL talent. Uh, but anyway, point being, Jalen Hurts can probably throw for even more yards this week and just destroy Kansas. Yeah. This game isn't it, – it's a bad week for new games. Yeah, why is this on ABC? I, I think kind of the track – there's not a lot of good options, and it's like – we can't get a good option. Let's get a exciting. That's why we're, we're like it's always Oklahoma, Ohio State playing bad teams. It's like yeah. they're gonna tune in because there's good football players playing at least. 
uh, at least when it's Texas Tech, we get Jet Duffy. Like, yeah, good point. Uh, you're not a fan of Carter Stanley? No, I'm a big... You know I've been a big Jet Duffy fan for a long time. Uh, okay, 12 ESPN. Purdue at Penn, number 12 Penn State. Penn State 26-point favorites. Look, we, we saw what they did to Maryland. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not buying it fully, Rob. I'm taking Purdue plus the points. Okay, Purdue's without Still, Elijah Sindelar and Rondell Moore, but okay. I I uh I just I don't know I don't and Marcus I don't Bailey. Penn State. <laughs> I know I know. Marcus I'm gonna take Penn State. They destroyed Maryland in Maryland. Purdue, like I said, all banged up. Uh, Penn State's defense is looking very strong. I really like Michael Parsons. He was immediately ejected against Maryland. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, and then yeah, Clifford looks like he's starting to really put it together. I know they can't run the ball, but just get the ball in KJ Hamler's hands, and I like their tight ends. Um. Yeah, Gross Mados uh, had a better game. For yeah, sure, de- I definitely agree. Um, still not like dominating to the point he should be in this nearly the same breasts of Chase Young and AJ Panisa though. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, okay, twelve on Fox number fourteen Iowa at number nineteen Michigan, a game that's near and dear to your heart. Yeah, uh, Michigan's minus four and a half. I uh, I'm picking the Hawkeyes. Uh, I am also taking the Hawkeyes. This is a good... I mean, Michigan's offensive line has looked pretty awful this year. AJ Panisa, yeah. this is kind of his first... A lot of people are going to be watching game to kind of, like, blow it yeah. up. And I think that's what we're going to see. Um, yeah. Other side of the ball... Like, I feel a low-scoring game. I don't love Nate Stanley. Uh, the Michigan defense is being a good bounce-back game, I think. Um, if Stanley can uh, cook the Michigan D, it'll be big for him. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I don't, I don't think he will. Though. Like, I see this playing out as a, like, I think I was gonna win this game, but I think it'll be like a thirteen ten slugfest. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, like, even if you don't think I was gonna win this game, uh, it's hard to feel Fort Michigan's gonna win by four and a half points. Um, you know my theory, Rob. I'm just gonna pick Iowa for the reverse jinx, and when they eventually win, I'm like, at least I can be a little happy that I picked yeah. them. Yeah, uh, but I will uh, Iowa because of their trench play. Okay, the big game, three thirty, CBS. Gary Danielson. You know what I'll be doing twelve hours before. Uh, number seven Auburn at number ten Florida. Uh, Auburn three point favorites in Gainesville. Yeah, it doesn't scare me. Uh, I'm taking the Tigers. I still don't believe in this Florida Gator team. I uh, Auburn like I, I'm not a huge Auburn f- fan, Sounds but like, like they looked. Yeah, I'm, I'm go Tigers. Um, War Eagle. Um, they, they kicked they, they kicked ass last week. Um, I watched that game for some reason. I don't know why. My stream just went to it, and it's huge. Too like, Guess uh, go Tigers. <laughs> Yeah, there's like there's no other great games on at the time. Oh fuck it, leave it on. Um, <laughs> go Tigers! They're they're gonna roll into Gainesville and drain the swamp. I shouldn't wow. have said that. Okay, uh, I mean I'm I'm taking Florida. Are you yeah. really okay? I, I think Sal Trask might be better than uh, Felipe Franks. Uh, that's that's fair that's as fair. a passer. Yeah. Um, and I think they can kind of count on his at least. Consistency, like he might, the big plays aren't necessarily going to be always there with Trask, but like he's yeah. safer with the football and a more confident decision maker. Um, 
like Bo Nix is a wild ride. Like you yeah, like I I am very much still afraid of Bo Nix. And then the Florida defense, I just really like. I love Zaniga and Greenard on the, on the edges. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ventral Miller and David Reese at linebacker, and the secondary. I know it's been inconsistent, especially C.J. Henderson, who's supposed to be the dude. But there's so much yeah. talent in that, and I just think home field advantage, Gainesville. I I just don't. I think like I don't think either of these teams are that great for top ten teams. But I think yeah, like Auburn's luck's gonna come to an end in Gainesville. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, okay. Three thirty. ABC. Number eleven. Texas. Going to Morgantown. Taking on West Virginia. The game was great last year with Will Greer. Will Greer is gone. Uh, who you got? I'm taking Texas. I West Virginia has been really bad this year. I'm kind of excited. Like I have like, not seen West Virginia play live. I'm excited to get my eyes on Austin Kendall and see how really was it a close QB battle with him and Kyler Murray last year? Was it really? <laughs> Uh, no, it wasn't. And uh, yeah, there's just not a whole lot. I, I think it's gonna be a like they're gonna they're a bull team, but I think it's gonna be a kind of a slow build for Neil Brown to kind of put this program together. Um, and I'm I mean, take I mean, like, I mean, West Virginia struggled with JMU, but who's who's not going to? I <laughs> uh, got pummeled by Mizzou, beat NC State pretty well, and then struggled with Kansas. Like, uh, yeah, I think it. Big down year for NC State though. Just after watching that Florida State game, yeah, exactly. I mean, Milan Pusker is going to be bumping, but I, uh, yeah, I, I think it's I gotta, a slow rebuild. Texas takes it easy. Uh, okay, I don't. ESPN really did not luck out with their uh, primetime game picks this year, or their national televised picks game picks. Uh, Three thirty ESPN Virginia Tech at Miami. Hold on, quick uh, interjection. Could it be double trap games for Oklahoma and Texas looking ahead to each other next week? Keep an eye on that. Um, <laughs> Miami's 14-point favorites against Vata. <laughs> Sorry. Um, stop bra- uh, broadcasting ACC football unless it's Clemson. Or Wake. Or Wake. Sorry, but Wake's on, on weekdays. Yeah, no, no, on Friday nights specifically. The, those, are, those are locked, yeah. Um, I'm taking the Canes. Uh, Vatek looks like it's. There's just more positives, positives with, or with Miami. And like offensively, you know, like KJ Osborne and Jeff Thomas are playmakers at receiver. DJ yeah. Dallas can rip off big rounds. Jaron Williams, yeah. I know, he, like he's been up and down, but he's a freshman. He's clearly got talent. Whereas like Virginia Tech doesn't really have anything. They they look pretty dead in the water right now. There's just no like light. Reggie Floyd. Their safety is really quite good, but other than that, it's like. There's veteran leadership on the Miami defense too. Like, I, they don't trick me as a team that's just gonna lie over and lay down and die this season. Like they're gonna like, fight in games at least. And yeah, like Vitek's two wins were Old Dominion and Furman, and they struggled yeah, both like, of them. This feels like Justin Fuente is out the door. It does, and I, I like. I've always had a soft spot for Vitek, and I like Justin Fuente, but um, I think the Canes could could roll them. Uh, I don't. Makes me sad, Rob. Uh, okay, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Number three, Georgia, 25.5 point favorites at Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee football is bad. I know that for a fact. Georgia's good. Uh, not overthinking this. Uh, I don't know if anyone does. Do they still show up in Neyland? Like, How could you? I'm taking Georgia. I, I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Georgia as well. I mean, there are some things 
to pay attention to Tennessee, Trey Smith, the receivers, uh, Daniel Petulia, linebacker. But yeah, like this is like essentially a tune-up game for Georgia now, especially yeah. coming off the big Notre Dame win. This is just just destroy Tennessee and move on. Seven thirty p.m. ABC number twenty-five Michigan State at number four Ohio State. Buckeyes twenty-point favorites. I guess this is the good late game. I guess um, this scares me that it could be a classic dirty Big Ten football game. Um, Michigan State's defense is pretty good. Um, I'm still taking Ohio State to cover. I I think like Michigan State. I don't think they're going to be able to score on Ohio State. I think Fields and that offense just too much firepower there that they'll eventually pull away. Like I'm I'm excited to see like Kenny Wilkie's Joe Batchy and like those guys against a top tier team mm-hmm. but overall yeah i think if i mean if it gets into a score fest ohio state's gonna dominate in that way and if it's a slug it out fest like ohio state's just got way more talent on both sides of the football exactly uh okay 8 p.m fox cal at number 13 oregon oregon 18 point favorites if chase garbers didn't get hurt this game would be a whole lot more interesting and cal probably would have beat asu last week Exactly, yeah, for sure. Um, and I would have been taking Cal plus the points. Probably would have only been, like, what, 10 points? <laughs> like, is, is Monster worth that little? I don't know. I'm taking the Ducks now. Um, Monster looks so bad. Yeah. It's still an interesting game to see Justin Herbert against that Cal secondary. That Secondary, like, for I'm, sure. I'm yeah. very excited to see Ashton Davis in the Cal secondary against Herbert and see how this Oregon offense calls the game because they've been – very protective of Justin Herbert thus far and mm-hmm. kind of keeping him away from contact throughout games and not relying much on the receivers to get open on their own. So it'll be interesting. It could be a really boring game, but yeah. It could be a lot like or- what Oregon did to Stanford, just boring but easily win. Yeah, I yeah, like that's fair. I wish Garbers didn't get hurt because the Cal is actually a fun yeah, team. Yeah, I like them. I, I enjoy Justin Wilcox as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, 10.30 p.m. ESPN, sticking in the Pac-12 with some after-dark action. Number 15, Washington, heading to Stanford. Huskies, 14.5-point favorites. I'm taking the Huskies. Um, yeah, I went a little back and forth, but Stanford's just not the same. Costello's um, constantly banged up. We don't know if he's even going to play. And exactly. Like, they've had so many injuries. This is just a wash of a Stanford season. That's why I think KJ yeah. Costello's going to go back to school. That's fair. Uh, like, he hasn't, again, like you said, the injuries and when he's been on the field, he doesn't look great. I think it make a lot of sense for him to this go back to school. This game matters for Eason uh, to see how he how he plays against a team that's got... On the road. Yeah, yeah. On, on the road, in conference, seeing, like, Paulson Adebo, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. You just want to see Eason string together some strong games. He was fine against USC. They, they played him really well to kind of like make him rely on short yeah. stuff so it wasn't a very exciting game he's fine for sure um, but struggle last time he went down to the bay area against cal i mean better secondary but like you said it yeah. there so it's an interesting game so all the games it is vatek miami have some some reason to watch but yeah not not mm-hmm. the best week next week's better the week after is even better um anyway that's us that's us here at seven runs in heaven we're done uh, you can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. You can listen to our NFL podcast, Wrestling the Starters, on your favorite podcast app. 
Uh, you can head over to armchairmedianetwork.com and listen to all kinds of podcasts or read my NFL draft column or NFL rookie column or head to profootballnetwork.com and read all kinds of stuff.